Hey, my name is Roy Kent. We're going to be your host today on Archer Talk 101. Now, what we're going to cover today is what you need to do once you get to the archery store and start looking at your different bows. Uh, previously, we've talked about, uh, um, you know, why you're getting into archery, the pros and cons of each of the different types of bows, and as well as the safety. Uh, so we're going to cover what you need to do the next step. You know, you're getting to the archery store, and one of the things that you need to look at is um, what type of release are you going to use? You're going to use your fingers. You're going to use mechanical releases. Uh, part of that depends on which bow you're going to get, uh, because if you're going to use fingers, you're going to need to have a longer axle axle or tip to tip uh, length. Uh, you recurve long bows. Uh, those, you know, traditionally shot with fingers. Um, and when you're shooting your fingers, you have uh, a couple different options. One, you can just shoot your fingers, just nothing on them, uh, which is going to, you know, eventually have to build up some calluses in it. It hurts your fingers shooting the string as it, as it rips off your finger, and parts of the ends of it. So um, actually didn't rip it off. It just makes them a little sore. Uh, then you can use a tab. Uh, which is uh, a pretty clean release, or you can use a glove. Um, a glove is what I prefer, just so I have you know ability to move my fingers around. And then you can also have uh, put on is what they call no gloves. It's uh, two rubber round uh, pieces that go on your string. You put one above your arrow and, and, and the other one below. The, the shorter one goes above, the longer one goes below. And then you don't need a glove. Uh, those work good, uh, like on my bow fishing setup, I use those because I'm dealing with, you know, out in the water and you get your water and you get your fish and, and you get on a glove or tab and it gets all all messed up. So I like those. Uh, they're nice and handy. You don't have to worry about uh, losing any part of your release because you're not going to lose your fingers. You're not going to set them down somewhere and forget them like you could a tab or a, or a glove. And uh, the next option is. Uh, a mechanical release aid. Now, a lot of the newer bows being uh, fairly short, it makes it real difficult to shoot fingers. So uh, part of your choice of which bow you're going to, you know, may eliminate the option of shooting fingers because the shorter ones, they pinch so bad and you can actually have uh, fingers go numb from the, um, the pressure on them. And, and it just, the string gun goes so sharp that it's, it makes it near impossible to shoot uh, uh, the, the, a lot of the compound bows that are shorter axle axle uh, with your fingers. Uh, and then you have a couple options in your mechanical releases. You have uh, some that have triggers on them strapped to your wrist, and you have other ones you just hold in your hand. Uh, for a beginner, the ones that strap onto your wrist are going to be the simplest to use, uh, less prone to um, having accidentally uh, pulling the trigger. Because with the mechanical release ones, uh, with being the calipers, so they refer to them as, uh, you have a trigger and, and you get ready to draw your bow back, you put your finger behind the trigger, and then you can't accidentally pull it. The handheld ones, you have to just remember to keep it uh, loose in your hand uh, so you don't put any pressure on that trigger because there is no way to get your, your hand behind it and draw back. So uh, definitely not something that you want to start off with. Um, they're a very good release to go to, you know, once you get a little practice in. Uh, but uh, it's uh, one of those things that, you know, it's kind of preference. Um, I use the handheld when I'm hunting because I can hook it to the loop and let it hang there. But when it gets really cold, it's kind of hard to grab with your bare hand a nice, uh, 
cold aluminum uh, a release. So I'll go to the caliper type when it gets really cold out so I can uh, keep my fingers a little warmer. Um, so that and you just have to look at uh, the bows once you get there. Uh, you know, there's there's some advantages to, you know, whichever one you want. So pick whichever release you like and go with that. Now, when you get to the bows, uh, one of the things that you want to do is you're going to go through, uh, see what they have hanging up. Don't worry about which brand they are. They all make good brands. Um, you know, there's a lot of top brand ones. There's a lot of new ones that uh, uh, it's hard to keep up on with unless you're at a store or get all the new ones. Um, but all the name brand ones, they're all made really good. So there's really, really no advantage of shooting one or the other one. Uh, so what you do is you grab one of the bows that's in the correct, uh, whether it's right or left-handed, that's based on your eye dominance. So let's just say, you know, you're right-handed. Uh, so you're going to grab uh, the bows that's in your price range. You're going to have an idea of what your budget is. Uh, so you want to grab bows within that range and pick them up, hold them in your hands, see how they feel. Um, at this point, you're not going to be drawing anything back yet. Just so, hold it and see what it feels like. Uh, see how it balances, see what it feels like without, you know, putting much of a grip on it. Just let it sit on your hand. Um, if you don't like the way it feels, put it back up, grab another one until you go through all of them. And, and say you find three or four or five different bows you, that you like. Uh, don't grab them all down and say, set them all up. You want to set up two, no more than two at a time, because it makes it real hard to, to decide which one you want. So then what you're going to do is you want to set it up so that you have the minimum draw weight. So have the Bowtech, crank it down to the minimum weight. After all, we're not trying to see how much you can pull back because you need to be able to shoot a lot. And so the minimum weight is going to be the best. Have them set up for your draw length which if you've determined it prior to coming in, if not, then the, the Bowtech should be able to set you up, you know, figure out what your draw length is and set the bow up for your draw length. Uh, now, sometimes you might want to go a little shorter than what, you know, it's calculated at, but uh, uh, start with there and see how it feels. And then once you get back to the range, getting ready to shoot, there's a few things that you want to remember. Remember the safety rules, never draw it back and let the string go without having an arrow in it. So uh, that goes into, you know, putting a release on. Uh, I've seen people draw bows back with a release. And if they happen to touch that trigger or it fails, uh, now you've just dry fired that bow and that's not a good thing. So just remember that when getting out there. So now, now once you're out there, hold that bow. Uh, make sure we get the release set. You want to fire the release, not with the index finger tip. You want to go back, uh, not on the tip, go back to the second joint back. So it'd be the middle joint on your finger. Uh, that's where you want the trigger. Uh, so they should be able to set you up. Most of the Botex can set you up. If not, uh, just have it set up so that it goes that that second knuckle. And then what you're going to do is you're going to hook the release up to it and the best way to do it is with a loop uh, so if they don't have a loop on it you might have to do something a little bit different but you're going to eventually want to go to a loop on there they're very inexpensive to put on as long as the tech knows how to put them on correctly uh, then you won't have any problem with those anyway in fact it makes it a lot better because as you're drawn back uh, that puts that string in an angle through the knock and it just saves a little bit of, of hassle of worrying about these arrow coming off 
which is another problem that you can have uh, doing that um, without a loop. Uh, so now when you get better drawback, you want to draw back and don't worry about aiming because all you're going to do is see how it feels when you shoot. So not having a target on the backstop is actually good because there's nothing to aim at. So you're not going to want to aim. Uh, a lot of people want to aim the first time and try and hit in the center of the bullseye. Well, right now you're trying to figure out which bow is best for you. So grab the first bow and shoot it, uh, you know, shoot it you know, several times, you know, three, five times, or even more. Uh, generally, you're going to shoot, you know, about five arrows at a time, then go pull your arrows. Uh, so shoot those, grab your second bow, and and shoot it, and then go back to your first one, and then shoot it, and then go back to your second one, and shoot it, and then uh, if you can determine which one you like the way it feels better, uh, then just put the other one back up. Uh, so now that's that's your best of those two. And now then if there was, you know, it's like a third bow, uh, grab that third bow, have it set up at minimum draw weight, uh, set up to your, your draw length. You want them all the same draw length and then shoot that third one. Then go back to your second one and then the one that you like best out of the first group and then shoot them back and forth until you decide which one is uh, the one for you. And then now you've picked that out. And if there's more, just keep doing the same thing until you get all done with all the bows that you like and you end up with the one that you like the way it feels the best. And, and at that point, that is uh, the bow you want to look at. And then once you get to that point, now that's the one that you want. Now, when we get ready to buy your releases, that's where you don't want to skimp. Um, you know, sometimes they have test releases for you to shoot. Um, you know, go ahead and shoot those because you don't know what you want. And now you, now it's time to pick out the release that you really want to go for, go for. Because at this point, you're just trying to see how the bow feels. So now you're going to go through your shooting process of trying to figure out what you want for release. Now, they do make uh, devices that you can hold in your hand that you can draw a release back and try shooting it. It's not a bow. So you can shoot it all you want until you get the hang of uh, which one you like the best. Uh, here's where buying the cheapest release on the in the store is going to hurt you in the long run. Uh, you want something that has a, a trigger that does not move much at all. Because uh, as you feel that moving, then you're gonna start thinking about the trigger and quit, quit aiming. Uh, that's another whole process. We'll go into that in another one to really fine tune your, your release technique, your form. Uh, but get it set up so that uh, you have a nice, good, clean release uh, when it feels good in you. you know, some, they're all going to feel different. Your cheaper ones are a little bit stiffer. Uh, they're, they're not as smooth. Your more expensive ones are a little smoother. Uh, you don't even notice they go off until they go off. Uh, so that's where you want to try different ones. You know, this is where you want to spend the extra money. You'd be better off to buy a little bit less expensive bow and put the extra money into a good quality release because a good quality release will last you for, uh, for years. Um, some of your higher end releases have very excellent warranties. Um, I know I, I had one release that was uh, um, made by Carter and I ended up dropping it and breaking the trigger off on it. I sent it back to them. It cost me shipping and they fixed it and sent it back. Uh, I had a, a, another release made by Scott that uh, uh, the trigger fell out on it for a guy and come in and they just sent us 
a new trigger for it. Um, so that's what you get when you pay a little bit, you know, a little bit quality ones. Uh, there's Stanislavski's referred to as stands. Those make excellent releases as well. But there again, you got to look at what you're getting. Um, I know Trueball makes some decent ones. Uh, there's there's a lot of different ones out there. You just need to try them and see which one you want. So now you've got the the bow set up like you want. You have your release the setup that you're going to shoot. And, and now, now it's time to start seeing what you're going to do. Um, now, one thing, if you did have some trouble figuring out which one you wanted, uh, make sure you're close enough to the backstop and you have somebody there watching, but go ahead and shoot with your eyes closed. Uh, that's one thing that... Uh, will help you in determining which one you like the best. You know, if you haven't determined by now, you're still struggling over a couple of them, you get your release and, and just try shooting with your eyes closed. You'll feel the difference with your eyes closed than with your eyes open. So now you just need to look at uh, some of the other accessories that may or may not come with them. Uh, just be aware at some of your shops, the salesman's working 100% on commission. So he's going to say the most expensive items he can because he makes more money that way or she makes that more money that way. So the salesperson is going to try and upsell you as much as they can. Uh, one place that uh, um, is kind of questionable whether or not it do good to upgrade would be the stabilizer. The stabilizer is used to uh, do some dampening of it, but it'll also use it for balancing the bow. Uh, so your bow will sit in your hand when it shoots, it should sit in your hand and slightly drop forward. So you want the stabilizer to do that. Uh, there's where take your bow and grab one of the, the least expensive stabilizers and put that on and shoot it, see if it feels any different. Then grab the more expensive one and shoot it. Uh, if you don't feel the difference, then there's no reason to pay the extra money. Stay with the least expensive one because uh, it does good on that bow. Uh, and later on, you may be shooting a bow and try a more expensive one, and now you can feel the difference because you've been shooting for a while. Right now, you're just beginners, so um, you want to keep it as simple as you can and, and not overcomplicate what you're doing. So... That's, that's kind of what you're going to do once you get into the store. You're going to just do some practicing. Uh, you know, it's, if you don't find what you, you like in that store, you know, and if you're lucky enough to have multiple stores in your area, try out a different one. Uh, one thing you want to avoid is buying your first bow online because you don't know what, what you're getting. Uh, and, you, and if you buy it online, then you're, you're kind of stuck with it. The last thing you go into a store, you can always check them out and see what's going on. So for those that uh, haven't uh, downloaded, I do have a checklist that is for you that uh, um, you can figure out or helps you figure out what your draw length is, your draw weight you're shooting, which is your dominant eye. Just a little checklist. It's it's just a couple pages long. The first page it gives you information. Second, it gives you a spot. You can actually write down notes if you're going to one store and I'm going to go to another store. It's kind of nice to have notes. Uh, that I'll put a link for that um, in the description. So you can download that. And if you'd like a little more information, more detail, or ask questions about anything that's going on, uh, you know, you can join the Archer Talk 101 Facebook group. Uh, 
I'll put a link to that down below. That's where we talk about uh, stuff that uh, you, you might be have question about. If you get to a, a store and one person telling one thing, so I'm telling somebody else, we can get on there and you can ask the questions and, and we can answer you. Uh, I've been an archery instructor since 1995 and, and been working on bows since uh, 2001. So uh, I have some experience with that. and I've taught hundreds of people how to shoot. So uh, if you have any questions on I can help you out with that as well. So just remember, uh, check out the links below for the uh, uh, beginner's guide and the uh, Facebook group. So this is uh, Roy Canterbury with Archer Talk 101, and we'll, we'll see you next week.